Just don't get like really loud and say something, you know. You know okay, uh, first of all, yeah. Your attitude, both of you, uh-huh. is uncalled for. Okay. Did we start? Is no, it it's, no, we're not. That's not even yeah, start. Yeah, the thing is, is that we absolutely you started. text me. Are you gonna be? I mean, it's like <laughs> oh, it's crazy. We well, Bobby, you are an extremely unreliable person. T- you, well, you know what? Take that back because I'm about to leave, dude. <laughs> Give me some examples and then. But that would be reliable going. of you. <laughs> wow, I love it. Your little clever stuff, I love it. You like that? Ever since BuzzFeed, man, he's changed up. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sexiest comic. You get on a list of sexy comics and you yeah. act like an asshole after yeah, that. Yeah. You, even, you look sexier, like you're tanner, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're it's wearing summer. Hawaiian shirts, I love it. It's summer. This isn't a Hawaiian shirt. I know, but the other day, remember you look like. Oh, yeah. Fidel Castro in the 70s. Those are, <laughs> <laughs> those are super in right now. I hope whoever hears this immediately goes Google imaging Fidel Castro, and they're like, did he look dressed cool in the 70s? Yeah. I bet you looked cool. Probably. Che Guevara was the one yeah. that everyone looks like now. And Hitler. Everyone's doing the Hitler haircut. Yeah. What's a Hitler haircut? Just a real tight part, just like slicked down, like kind of. Faded super high. Fa- high yeah, t- yeah, like yeah. Comb over. High and yeah. tight comb sideways. Yeah, like I super I high. I don't do that. I don't do that. No. I don't believe in it. You don't believe in it? I don't believe in Hitler. Like, I do believe in Pol Pot. Let's talk about him. Now, <laughs> <laughs> he was wrongly accused, and uh, oh, really? he's a misunderstood person. <laughs> he, just, he, was, he was a visionary, and he was misunderstood. You know, I was so mad in Thailand, and when I was in Thailand, I, um, I go, they told me that they harbored Pol Pot. Did uh-huh. you know that? No. Really? Yeah, you know, Pol Pot, well, if you don't know anyone listening to this, the five people with skinny jeans, APC jeans. And the <laughs> Everyone in this room is yeah, wearing yeah, APCs right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Not, not Kevin, but um, oh. Pol Pot was, is considered one of the worst human beings ever to yeah, live on planet Earth. Massacred. Top 10 worst. Yeah. Bad massacred millions of his own people. Yeah. Uh, was the leader of the Khmer Rouge. Is there a BuzzFeed list that he's on? No, but if you Google that? it, he's in the top 10. If your dogs, st- tell your dogs... I can't <coughs> talk okay. to them. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, he lived until the until he was old. Yeah. He was allowed to raise a family in a village. You yeah. Know I mean? He partied. You know what I mean? And it's like all the evil people live till they're ninety, a unless lot of they're killed. I think a lot of countries try to do a thing where they 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 don't like America a lot, but like they can't like fight us full force. They can't go to war with us. So they'll do a little thing like we're gonna keep someone you hate and let them live here. <laughs> Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. They send so the us country- pictures where they have like HDTV. Yeah, the countries like- that are considering uh, giving Andrew Snowden asylum, they're just—it's their way of being like, "Oh, well, also fuck you." Like yeah. we don't have to. We're not going to go. We're not going to be like, "Screw America. We don't need you. Let's go to war." But I think the reason why is because they're also a Buddhist, you know, country. Oh, to them it doesn't. To them, I think they they more believe in like afterlife, like you know, what I mean, reincarnation stuff like that. So I guess yeah. he's gonna get reincarnated as a maggot or something. Yeah, right. he'd be like a cockroach. A cockroach or something. Yeah. So they'll give him the greatest life here now. Yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. And then come he's back as like a fruit fly. Yeah. Must How many be- people did he kill? I think three, three million. Three million people. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No one beats Stalin. Stalin. Stalin yeah. is like twenty-seven million. They all attribute it to Hitler. Yeah. But Stalin did Stalin's a lot of killing. Numbers are very high. Yeah. Yeah, very high. It's yeah. interesting too. If is if you Google serial killers too, uh-huh. right? By country, you know China has had four in their history. Right. You know how many Americas had? But oh yeah, we blow thousands, everyone thousands, thousands, and thousands. Well, thousands. how do you get to serials? It more than how many people you got to kill to be a serial killer? I think more than three. Or I think it, three. I think it's more than three or three to six or something. Mm-hmm. But there also has to be a pattern. Is it just the pattern murder? 
you yeah, have to like I, seek out certain types of people and kill yeah, them in a, in yeah, a methodical I mean, you, way. If you if you murder people at all in one place, that's called mass murder. Yeah, yeah. That's not in the same category. But the reason why I mentioned that bec- is because of Thailand. Thailand's had only maybe a couple serial killers. And I have a theory, though. You want to hear my theory? Yep. That the reason why Thailand's only had a couple and the reason why America has had thousands, right? Prostitution. That's not prostitution, no. Mm. It's because of the fact that in Buddhist countries, there's really no idea of the devil, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I believe because we are a Western religion society, right, and we have something called evil and the devil and demons, you know yeah. what I mean? That that's manifests itself. People can you know use I mean? it as an excuse. Or it also, you know, it's like the quantum physics. It's like, you know what I mean? You think about something long enough. Yeah, right? and you've... Those it, things you've, manifest. You yeah, I mean? absolutely. If they don't exist in your culture, right, you're not going to manifest that stuff. Yeah. I also think where our cultures, obs- Western culture in general is obsessed with fame. And the devil's famous. Yeah. So if I act like that, people want to be famous no matter what. There's just, it's, they just want attention. They don't care how they get it a lot of times, especially serial killers. That's why they kind of, like, the, they kind of want to get caught they leave these trails and stuff so they want to be famous well, yeah we and also so, like rem- emulating the most famous evil person of all time the devil should we talk about funny things because i, I feel we like also, i started wrong no, <laughs> no you <laughs> started great we also like uh well, this is what bobby yeah we I romanticize think- it and sensationalize serial killers yeah. we make it like you become a celebrity yeah and then that you know yeah, you become a celebrity right the, the, says the guy from with the madman haircut the boston <laughs> bomber is on the cover of rolling stone right now it yeah, just looks like this when i wake up I know that's that's causing a lot of controversy. But Bobby, oh, yeah. the they could have gotten a fucking picture of him like bloodied and looking weak, and he looks like the fucking like. He looks cool. Yeah, he looks like an ethnic Bob Dylan. Yeah. That's the thing; they made him look cool. That's yeah, what he I is think. look. He does look cute. He's a cutie pie. Yeah, he's a good-looking young man. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. framed with that role, it looks like he has an album coming out next. Yeah, week. he looks like yeah. a poet. Yeah, yeah. I think that's people's problem with it. Is they're like, oh, you couldn't have made him look evil or murderous. But I think that's Rolling Stone's angle: is look how not. Like a mass murderer, this kid looks, but still, it's I mean, it's also I don't racist. Know. I'll tell you why. But they also are going why after like we're rebellious. Cho Sung Wee got no cover. Okay, <laughs> who's Cho Sung Wee? Virginia Tech. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like Asians, when we go crazy, yeah. we don't get covered. He got the cover of Wired magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. But um, yeah, but he died though. Is that why? Yeah, I mean, no, well, I don't know. But if that kid from the Boston... Well, the, the, no, but Virginia Tech, he wasn't considering himself a terrorist. He wasn't, like, his mission wasn't, like, anti-American, per se. But if the Boston bomber guy, what's his name? It's all consonants. Yeah, yeah, Car Sarnaya. Yeah, Sarnaya, yeah. right? Yeah. If he had killed himself, right, and did Virginia Tech, I bet you money he would get Rolling Stone. Like, what happened to this young man? You know what I mean? That kind of a... Well, what if the, was the Virginia Tech kid cute? That's what I'm saying. No, no, he wasn't. It's yeah, yeah. So you have. It's almost as if that's what's. But if he was a, cu- I mean, if you look like John Cho, he could have gotten the cover. Yeah, but he doesn't look that. He's no, more. It's more he's more about, my type of Asian than John Cho Asian. It's about aesthetic, good looking. Right. It's not yeah. necessarily race based. It's just yeah, 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 I guess cool you're right. But the, you're right. the terror thing's more political too. It's like it's more current. School shootings are just they're kind of random things that pop up. Yeah, that kid was snapping. Was he? He was re- mad the way women dressed or something. He would call them sluts or something. Yeah. Oh no, he was also mad about white people. Yeah. And rich white people. Okay. And yet he shot an Asian guy, which is fucked up. Yeah, it's like if you're Korean, stick to your plan. And you're shooting pe- white people. Sh- shoot white people. Yeah. You know I mean, don't go. Oh, I'm gonna shoot that black guy too. 
Yeah. Because then you like you don't ha- you you lost me. Yeah, I mean he, <laughs> <laughs> you lost, I was with you for yeah, a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost he, me. He, he lost he lost me when he was like listening to Collective Soul over and over again before he did. I'm like, collective, that made you want to murder people. Look, Collective Souls made me want to murder a lot of people. Yeah. 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 I don't even, I don't know what that is. It was like the death of grunge music. They had that song. Okay, but I thought that when that song came out, it was called Heaven Let Your Light Shine Down, yeah. and I was like, this has to be the end. And then it wasn't the end. Yeah. It kept. What came after that? Like Candlebox. Candlebox. Sponge. uh, Seven Mary Three. Yeah. Bands like this. um, Presence of the United States. Pusa was before that. That was like. Yeah. I saw them in concert with Red Cross. They were great. Presence of the United States. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the end of What's the song they had? Lump. Yeah, Lump was a Peaches. Peaches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were a fun band. They They were were cool. They were great. Yeah. They're like bare naked ladies where you're like, I'm not mad at this. No. It's just fun. Spin Doctors are still around. Spin Doctors? I don't know. Rusted Root? I knew you were going to bring <laughs> Rusted Root. He's in Look, the Rusted Root. Look, if we talk root. 90s music, I'm going to bring up Rusted Root. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, um, I want to ask you. Go you've ahead. been doing what you do a long time by showbiz standards. How long do have what? you been a comedian and actor? Um, I don't know. My 17 years, maybe. Okay. It doesn't feel that long, though. No, it doesn't. I don't, yeah, I agree. So you're about 24. Mid 20, 24? 23-ish. Okay. Yeah. That's about the normal age to start, right? Yeah. Well, average I think so. age. Yeah. Yeah, but it, the first six, five were like bleak, you know what I mean? It's like open mics and stuff, you know? Yeah, right. So you don't really count that. It's like active, like working without a day job, probably about 11, 12. So you haven't had a day no. job for 12 years? Yeah. Okay. So you don't 13, count... Maybe 13 years. You okay. don't count the five or six years, like the... No, because the getting that's when, getting good. Because that. that's that's like you're not like there's a lot of people doing that now. What yeah. is there like they say there's like five thousand open micers in LA alone, you know? Wow. And, and that doesn't count, you know. They have to they have to go through the pain. Yeah. <laughs> but once you get to the pain, you graduate from the pain, then it counts. What do you th- you think that's about like getting past at a club? There's a lot of factors. Um it's you know, if you're featuring at clubs, that's a good sign. Right. TV spots is a great sign. You know right. what I mean? Tonight Show, like any of those cable stand-up shows. And then, um, yeah, getting past at a L.A. showcase club, too. You know what I mean? Like, if you say, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a regular at the cellar and Laugh Factory, I think you can say you're a comedian. The yeah. TV spot thing is interesting because, like, when you were starting and getting going, those meant more than they do now. Like, getting still, on... Still, though, it didn't mean more. I mean, I think I still started during the Dark Ages because... I remember I did the Tonight Show in 99, 2000. Right. And no one called me the next day. And it didn't help me in any kind of way, shape, or form. Yeah. Oh, wow. He didn't give me any more stage time. No one ever has ever said, hey, I, I loved you on that. But I k- did well. You know what I mean? But yeah. And the cable ones, like Premium Blend, those types Doesn't of do anything. They never do anything. Half hours don't seem to do much. Yeah, because they give them away so easily, you know? And it's like, um, yeah, that, that, that. Also, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't think they do like 20 or something a year. But it's, I think just not a lot of people watch them. The ratings for those things are like 200,000, 300,000. That's just not enough people to make a dent in anything. It's just too much. There's just too many like formats. You know? There's too I, many formats. I mean, you're, it's better to be a YouTube sensation than oh, being yeah. on The Tonight Show. I mean, it, the things. internet kind of killed everything, right? Yeah, I mean, Bo Burnham killed. became a famous comedian without being on television. Yeah, before he even like did stand-up, I think. Yeah. That's just all YouTube. Like he completely circumvented the entire system by just the internet. But there, but there is something to say about. I know a lot of guys that are big on the on YouTube, right? That 
were offered network network acting jobs or situations, yeah. yeah, and they just dropped the ball because it's like still it's not you know what I mean. They didn't go through the pain. You have to go through the pain. You do have to <laughs> learn to act. At yeah, some you do. Point. You really yeah. do. I mean, I think that a lot of stand-ups don't realize that. Is at some point when they're like, okay, we want to give you a TV show, and you're like, perfect. If you don't know how to act, your TV show will be bad. And I, I think that I, happens a lot. I know somebody. I'm not going to name this person's name because that person is a friend. What's his first name? <laughs> I'm going to do this. What are his initials? And I'm not going to do that either. Um, do but this person, cause this person's young. Okay. And this person is big on the internet. Right. Got an NBC pilot, mm -hmm. and this person got let go. You know what I mean? Right now, someone's and Googling know, this, and, know, and they know exactly I who know it is already. I know two years ago, the same thing happened to another guy that I know yeah. that's big on the, on the internet because it's a completely different, pressurized – here's what it is. Show business is about how you can handle heavy amounts of pressure. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it really is. You're surrounded mm -hmm. by a lot of people. That are telling you what to do. It's not your words a lot of the time, and it's like you have to make, you have to deliver and make it work. It has to be good. Like when I did, when I was in the Dictator, they flew me out on a red eye on Sunday, Monday morning. They, I, I five o'clock, the, the the bus or whatever, the van, van picked yeah. me up from the hotel. They drove me straight to the the, the set, and I go to the makeup. And this is my first day, mm -hmm. and in a, in a long line, it was Sasha, Ben Kingsley, Ed Norton. Anna Ferris, all in a row. Yeah. And I have the end makeup table. I yeah. walk in, no one says hello. Not even Sasha, right? Because they're tired. Yeah. They've and also they've been hours. shooting for like weeks, right? And I'm sitting there and there was a heavy amount of pressure. Yeah. And then afterwards, they go, they throw me straight into the set, right? And I'm walking through cranes and I'm walking through hundreds of people, extras. Yeah. It was like they had a thousand extras for that scene, right? Yeah. And they're like, all right, come on. You, this is your mark. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Ed's going to come out this way. You say this, this, this. The camera's going to come this way. Are you ready? Let's go. And I'm like, I don't even, like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you got to be able to do it. Yeah, I mean, you have been around a long enough time where you knew to prepare and be ready. No, and I still to... get nervous. I still, I'm still like, uh, yeah, you're going, I don't care. But how you learn how prepared. to hide it, you yeah. know? You have to. No, nerves is fine, but you knew what you were getting into. You've, you've seen oh, a movie yeah, yeah, set. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know how to memorize lines and, you know, like yeah. where to stand, what to do. Yeah, because it's like, you like know. Like a YouTube star would. I mean, what are they going to. Well, that's the thing. And you, I mean, it gets to the. You, when you show up on set, it's like, okay, your job. No one cares what your problem is. If oh, you're yeah. like, oh, I feel this, like it doesn't matter, dude, because there's 70 other people who are doing their job. So it's like, guess what? The camera's on. It's your turn. We all did our job when it was our turn. So now it's your turn. So just fucking do it. And the worst is like Video Village, right? It's because you have all the producers and, uh, and studio people, right? Yeah. Behind this, you know what I mean? Television yeah, screen. Judging. Right? Literally like 50 feet away from you or 100 feet, 200 feet away from you. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if, especially when you're young, I, you know, you just think, what are they saying? Yeah. They're probably saying this guy sucks. We fucked yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Looking through headshots of people they can <laughs> yeah, replace yeah, yeah. you with. Yeah, yeah that's how much will it cost to fix this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How can we yeah, get yeah. rid of this guy? And lucky, luckily, I've never been fired off of anything. But um, you know, I know a lot of guys that have. You know, I've I know been fired. Been, yeah, I've been fired twice. Wow. I can't wow. Yeah. But on what though? Because you're so strong. Once they okay, I'll just tell you what they said. Okay. And now that's. Probably not the case. Okay. Once I was fired because they said I looked too old. Okay. Because I was supposed to be a high school student. At this point, I was like 27 years old. And yeah. I'm like, 
It was one of these weird things where the, I went to the callback and they were like, if you if you get the job, you literally have to go from the callback straight to rehearsal because they had been problems. Television show? Television show. Okay. Wow. And I like, so I went straight to rehearsal and I was supposed to be a high school student. I didn't like shave or anything. And I was wearing a t-shirt where you could see my tattoos. And some producer made a joke. He's like, how old are you? And I was like, as a joke, I was like, oh, I'm 37. I'm a realtor. <laughs> and then like that, you know, I was fired. So they told me that was because of age. I don't know. Maybe they didn't like me. Another time I got fired because I got hired to play like a nerd. And play a nerdy guy, but like who interacts with this girl. Then they decided after the fact that I needed to be a really confident, charismatic guy. Of which, after watching me try that, they were like, "We should get someone else." Right. And then they fired me. But that was my fault. That's that's the one that was like, "Oh, I I lacked the ability to act." No, 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 no. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Because the thing is, is that, um, you you can't. I heard the director shitting on me on the cell phone. Yeah, but the direct. Yeah, but the thing is, is that as well, an actor, sometimes you you have to think about. You know I mean a part, right? Mm-hmm. And they asked you to do it right then and there, correct? Yeah. Right. So if that's not your fault. You know, if they said, hey, um, "All right, think about this character and then come back in two days," who knows what you'd come up with? You know? Yeah. I don't and, know. And and the and the first thing is bullshit too. That's bullshit. Yeah. Because number one, I knew you when you were that age. Mm-hmm. And you look like you were in high school. Yeah. I mean, they hired me. And they did hire you, you know. I just feel like once they hire you, they should, you know I mean? I mean, unless you just can't speak English when they say (laughs) action. But honestly, you know what I've noticed on TV shows? And almost every time I'm on a show or guest starring, there's always every week there's like a sacrificial lamb who gets fired. I know. Because it's like if there's a problem with the episode – they have to blame someone, and a lot. They're not going to blame themselves. They're not going to blame the writing. They're not going to blame the producing or the directing. So they're like, "Nope, it's that guy's blame problem. the guest star." And they <laughs> so they fire a, they fire just the least important guest star. You're in a bad position because you can get fired. Or if they write you bad jokes and the episode's not going terribly well, they just fire you so they look like they did something. Yeah, but when, you still get paid. When Nick did animal practice, I stayed right because I had I. I wanted to see him, right? And I was behind the monitor, and I was really proud of you because you were very confident. Yeah. You walked in. You you know, it's you know, it's you're on a set. It's very intimidating. I still yeah, get you, nervous because I've been what, doing it a long time. I've only done a few of those, right? And it's every time you just I, you don't know where to go. You just show up and like it no never, one. <laughs> yeah. They're just like check in with, and they give I you know. a name. I'm like, no one's wearing name tags. Well, you just when you're you a figure guest it out star on a show. You are kind of in the way. You yeah. don't feel welcome. I was even below that. I was a co-star. Yeah, you So don't. guest stars are walking over me. Yeah. You know, get out of the way, co-star. I did that boy band Nickelodeon show. What was it called? Um, Big Time like, Rush. Big Time Rush, right? Yeah. I showed up at Paramount. Yeah. And I, go, well, I checked in at the lady. I go, hi, I'm here. I'm doing the show. Right. Just get it. In the, it's in this room. So I would go in, and it's with the extras. Extras holding. Right. Extras holding. Right. Yeah. And you know what I did? Instead of saying, instead of saying this, you stayed there. Yeah. Instead of saying, <laughs> "Hey, I'm, I have lines, I have a character," I stayed in there for an hour, right? And then she came back in and she was like, "Are you Bobby Lee?" I go, "Yeah, you told me to stay here." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, Bobby, that's <gasps> so great. Oh, I do stuff like that all the time. Bobby. Yeah. That's great. I that's love awesome. Stuff like that. Very proud of you. Yeah, but you have to do that to make people learn because if you're if you work for a show. And you have a guest star. This is what I would do. Okay, who are guest starring? I would. Like, there's, there's five guest stars. Yeah. I would Google them. Just, oh, just no, no, no. They, they like. give them their pictures. They yeah. know. They they're they supposed have. to like look. Yeah. I mean, I get on. I, I'm not joking. Every job I've ever worked on, I get mistaken for a background at some point. 
where they're like, oh, extra's holding over there. And I'm like, and I just go, oh, no. And I just kind of ignore it. But every single time, I mean, you're not famous. They don't recognize your face. And that's just the, that's just the part. That's a part of being a guest star. <laughs> you have to overcome feeling like you, they don't want you there that bad. They just kind of need you there. You're like a plumber. You're there to like, they need someone to go walk in and go, huh? I don't get it. And then, like, that's yeah. it. You're there to like turn some pipes, but you're not the star. Like you, I show up, I say, I, the only time I talk is when it's time to say lines. And then I just sit quietly and like, look at my phone. Yeah. Cause when you're I, totally in the way. When, when I was in Thailand in the summer, I did that Michelle Yao movie last summer mm-hmm. and they had, they had trailers for uh, Chin Han. You know who Chin Han is? No. He was in the dark Knight. He was the eight Chinese guy in dark Knight who okay. gets captured by a yeah, yeah, yeah. great guy. You great know? guy. Michelle Yao and this young pop star named Henry Lau, right? All three of them had trailers, right? Right? They had me in a barn in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. They did in right? a barn, yeah, with sixty other like extras, and yeah. and I had line. I mean, I would. I'm like fourth lead. But yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> right? in Thailand, they're like, "Here's your luxury suite." Yeah, yeah. they like don't that. know me there, right? Yeah. So they just felt like they could treat me like that, right? Yeah. So this, I it did backfire, but this is what I did. Two weeks in, two weeks it took me, right? <laughs> Two weeks, I called my agent, right? I go, hey, man, they have me in the barn. I have mosquito bites on my ass. <laughs> like, they, they're sneaking into my underwear. And, and like, I, I have malaria. I'm, like, dying, right? <laughs> like, I had lost 20 pounds because of the, the so hot. And they go, that's uncalled for. You're in SAG. You know what yeah. I mean? So the next day, they got me a trailer. But this is what happened. The whole Thai crew, right, was Thai, right? And the production company was Korean. Right. But no one would talk to me. And every time I'd walk on set, you I'm telling you, they, you would hear, oh, here come Mr. Hollywood. Yeah. Call his agent. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, he, he can't be out there with the uh, other human being that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's with like, the diseases. I just, want, <laughs> I just want a fucking trailer. It is. You know <laughs> yeah. what, I, what I've noticed? There's no, no like, way to win. There's no way to win. A lot of times, like, I feel like when you when I first started, when, you, when you're doing it a while, when you first start, you really think it's going to be different when you start getting stuff <laughs> and you're really like, no, no, no. Once I've been doing it this long and I've done this much, mm-hmm. then they're going to treat me different. And yeah. it just, it's not, it stays kind of the same. And you kind of, so you just sort of get used to, you never make it. No, there's no such thing. <laughs> there's no such thing. Well, yeah. I mean, l- what about like, I mean, uh, unless it's like superstar status, Even Brad that, Pitt, they're George start Clooney. picking at you. George Clooney. Yeah, but that's uh, only. Oh, they pick at you from the outside. And yeah, that's not even one percent. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's like. And half I bet of you, them. George. I bet you, there's people know secrets about him that he has to hide. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, Tom Cruise has to give all his money to Scientology to keep all his weird secrets. Yeah. It's like it's never. I mean, it sounds negative, but it's never as good as you think it's going to be. But it also isn't as bad, and it's still a really great job. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I mean, how many days do you work a year? I work mm. like thirty. I don't need it's less than so that. It's so great. <laughs> the only person who probably has it great, just from a, uh, an outsider's perspective, is uh, someone like Tom Hanks. Yeah, but the, like, the, no the, one shits on him. No one. But the, Every- the movies he does, there's a lot. When you're the star star of a movie. And you're the one who has like you have to be the most interesting thing in that movie every in every scene you're in. That's pr- how do you uh, how do you figure that out? But like Will Smith has his own trailer, right? That he brings. Yeah, it's a bigger than house. Yeah, that yeah, it's huge. Right, wow. it so, expands. I mean, it's literally like two thousand square it's like feet. A transformer. Floor. Yeah, yeah. Transformer. I mean, they have like yeah, yeah. They have like beds and rec rooms and all he that. He bought kind of Optimus stuff, so. Prime. Wow. Yeah. So it's like you know, but when you're at my level, you know what I mean? You, you're lucky you get a room. Yeah. I often share rooms with people. Like, I'll show up and someone else's name is on my room because it was somebody else's before I got there. And you're like, oh, they're gone. They're like, no, they're still here. But again, I mean, I don't... 
care. You know what I do now is I never use my trailer. I just hang out on set. Because then I'm, you know, at least there. It's too much anxiety in there. You're but then I get, by yourself. To, I get you. Yeah, you, that's the problem is you hang out in your trailer by yourself and you, you, you're, you're kind of isolated. Whereas, like, if I hang out on set, I talk to the producers. They discuss what we want. I get more info and then I feel less confused. I just go out. I go behind somewhere, like, you know, dumpster and I just smoke cigarettes and just play games on my iPad. I mean, I don't. I'm so low maintenance. You know what I mean? Even at comedy clubs. Yeah. You know what I mean? They go, well, do you need anything? Like, you know how Eddie Griffin... Mm-hmm. Needs shoes. Needs shoes. Shoes. Oh, yeah. Air, does it, is it the Air Force Ones or something? Yeah, Air Force Ones. White Air Force he, Ones. And he used to get one every show. Yes. But now Air it's only just one weekend. But it's gonna be brand new Air Force Ones. You know what I mean? Six, I know some other people that have crazy riders like that too. And I'm like, you know what I mean? You have a Red Bull and a water. Yeah, I'm I need a water, a, a room temp water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just the one you forgot to put in the fridge. It's crazy. That's unreal. Want, I mean. I, could t- I can't. T- I don't want to talk shit, but like you know, there are some peop- people. It's like, do they want that stuff because they were shit on for so long, and they're like, I'm gonna get back everything. Yeah, maybe. Or I, I mean, I could see it as like a lot of comics are like, this club's screwing me, and they know this club's screwing me. They're lying to you. Oh, we papered the room or whatever it is. So it's like, I want new sneakers. Yeah, so and new sneakers are seventy end. bucks and a forty-five minute errand for somebody. Yeah, that's like a like the green room tab. Yeah, for like food and drinks or something yeah, like that. That's not a tough thing to do, but for, like, I. Sarah Tiano, when she goes to colleges, gets a hooded sweatshirt. Every college she from goes the college? to, part of her ri- yeah, rider is a hoodie from the college. See, that's which reasonable. That's pr- reasonable. That yeah. costs the college, it's like a, it's what, like 15, 20 bucks? And I heard that. I was like, you know what? I bet you that's a pretty sweet collection of hoodies. It's also a souvenir, and the yeah. college will be like, oh, it's so nice that you want you know, yeah. to represent our school. <laughs> she told me once they tried to give her a T-shirt. She was like, ah. Yeah. Just throws it in her face. Yeah. Read this. Medium hoodie. That's a good collection. Yeah. I say no to that. What would you get? I go to colleges. They give me a shirt. I don't want it. Because I know I'm, I'm going to throw it away. You what did like you get from Embry Riddle when we when was that? When we were in Arizona, when we did that college? Oh, my God. What did they you give you? Bastard. <laughs> you fucking bastard. We bring that up. Should we tell I, that story? No, I mean, you tell it, you fucking bastard. <laughs> you fucking shithead. So clearly this is a story that went well, yeah. given Bobby's reaction. You son it. of a bitch. Why would you bring that up? All right, Kevin, I'll tell you, okay? I thought I was going to tell him. <laughs> right, go ahead. Okay. Start it. We'll both tell him. Right no, off the bat, like, that's you know a, what? It's a college I've never heard of. It's an aviation school. And wow. there's there's uh. one in Florida. And there's so they w- train terrorists. No, they're American. Avia- uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. There's a strict policy. As it, no, I don't know what it works. How you, it works. An aviation school? Yeah. So there's two of them. One in Florida, one in Arizona, like mm-hmm. small town Arizona. That's where we went. It was my first road gig with Bobby. Years ago, seven, eight years ago, something like that. Should have been your last. Yeah, it was for like a couple of years <laughs> it, with him. It really was. Listen to the story. Yeah. So we go there, and um, we're meeting with the uh, the people in charge of entertainment, whatever you call it. And it's like these three fucking college kids that look like me and you, Kevin. So handsome. Yeah. Uh, totally nerdy, awesome. Nerdy. Yeah. And they're, they're super excited to have Bobby, and they're like, it's going to be in the school paper. It's going to be sold out. It's in, in an auditorium. 800 seats, something like that. So it's the biggest show I'd ever done. And we get there and I ask them, I go, hey, so, you know, what's it like? What can you do? What can you not do? And they're like, oh, man, you know, just do whatever you want. It's cool. And they didn't get specific. So this was 2000, late 2003, 2004. Bush's president, Iraq war had just started. And I, at the time, was (laughs) doing some material on on the war. Basically, what it is is this. (laughs) There's generals. There's generals. The 
the office that we were in, the wall was the Hall of Fame of every war you've ever that's ever yeah. fought. The green room, it was a, a classroom. Yeah, just yeah, pictures. Everyone. Yeah, so everyone. a lot of these people that go Schwartz to this school Cuff. are former military officers and yeah. stuff. So they leave the military and they go, I'm going to study aviation, become a pilot or an engineer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. And the kids were like, do whatever you want. So I'm like, cool, I'm just going to do what I had planned. And this is absolutely my fault. Young, inexperienced, didn't know better. This is, what did you, tell them, tell them what you did. I, I don't remember the material. I but know what it is. I opened with seven or eight minutes of Bush is an no, evil asshole. Not, no, no. His <laughs> opening line was pretty much, Fuck Bush. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it pretty, wasn't. Yeah, pretty much. I'm in the back, right? And I'm watching him. He goes up. Fuck Bush, right? Oh, you already. I didn't open it. It's over. I should turn the lights on and go. Okay, guys. You know, you don't have to pay me. We're all good. Yeah. Nick and I are gonna go to the airport. <laughs> well, the school was nice enough not to let Bobby turn the light. What they did is oh, instead was just light me repeatedly. You walked a lot a of people. after I was supposed to do twenty minutes, I think, yeah. and I was starting to get the light. What at what felt like eight minutes, and I was right. like, "That's five, interesting." Five. And Bobby, were you the one responsible for lighting him? Were you like, "Light him"? No, light you. Him. I thought you were. No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. No, they were screaming at me. Yeah. What is he doing? So I was getting, but it had to be more than I probably did more. I did How around many were there. Eight hundred. Yeah. I did around fifteen because, like, I know that because halfway through I was getting heckled. What kind of fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting heckled. Oh, dude, and it's in a, an auditorium. Um, so there's no like real, there's a couple stage lights that I think they set up and then you're looking into complete darkness. Yeah. So I don't know where the heckles are coming from. Some people are applauding. Some people are heckling. Some people are yelling at the hecklers and I'm just trying to deal with all the heckles that are coming. Wow. The, the light is now not even off. It's just like they're waving it at me. Yeah. Um, and I realized at this point, I'm like, oh, I got literally, this is not going great. I got to get the fuck out of here. Really? The booze didn't like give you a clue? <laughs> the what? The booze. Oh, the heckling and the booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, because I've been. Because usually that, let me just say something. Right? Yeah. That's generally my meter. You know what I mean? I've been booed and heckled. I've had at shit this thrown point, at me. Had you seen the Bill Burr video from Philadelphia? This is years before that. This is my moment. This is years before that. Um, And I did. it did not go as well as that video because, you know, he's and fucking. I, I nearly, Nick, I, I swear to God, I, I never thought even you'd be friends with me again. Oh, it was so, it was so. How did you do after that? He did okay. great. I did okay. They you know, I'll so tell you happy. why. Because all 800 people, no one fucking knows who I am. They're not there for me. They're all there for him. Right. So they're so happy that I'm gone with my yeah. anti-Bush rhetoric. <laughs> These guys are like, I just finished leaving the Marines, and now this fucking dickhead from L.A. is yeah. telling me my president's awful. Yeah. And he goes on, and he does great. <laughs> and then he finishes, you know, 45 minutes of just destruction. This is what Bobby does. Classic. And then we go... <laughs> We leave. We both leave. And he still has, like, his professional game face on. He's like, all right, yeah, that's great. So we go outside. 99% of the people are off talking to Bobby how great he was. I had, like, seven or eight, like, punk rock-looking kids that are like, I hate the school anyway, man. You're the fucking shit. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm talking to them for, like, a minute. Then Bobby goes, come here. We need to talk. And I, <laughs> he takes me into the green room where it's just it – an office, military office. Yeah, Hall right. of Generals. There's all these pictures. Yeah. And he just starts reaming me out, <laughs> yelling at me. What the fuck is wrong with you? You walked the alumni committee. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. How did you even know that? Did someone say, you're like, the alumni committee left? Kevin, you have no idea what I had to deal with while he was on stage. <laughs> I mean, I had literally every 10 seconds a new general or somebody in fatigues. Or oh, something. my God. Going, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm going, I, I, I cannot believe this is happening. Oh, man. That this, 
emo retarded <laughs> this fucking LA fuck <laughs> like, has no sense. You know I mean? But to defend Nick over the years, he's very he's very good. You know what I mean? And yeah. He's he's killing it. I use we go together a lot now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there was a two year period where I just got I just. Oh. I Is learned a period where I went out with you sometimes. No, that was good too. You know, remember that college we did in North Carolina? Yeah. It was in and out. Remember that? I didn't do well. Yeah, you did. No, I don't remember doing well. Oh my god, you comic! Comics are the worst. We're the mm-hmm. worst. Yeah. Well, you can't give compliments. That's okay. true. What do you still enjoy about what? <laughs> what do you still enjoy about <laughs> what we do? Way. Do you like like we go on the road a lot? Yeah. Like, do you still like the road? Because sometimes you. You know, I it depends it. on the city, depends on the club. Some, but sometimes you have a great time, and other times you're like, I never want to do the road again. So it's very bad. Like, what's your general take on being a comic now? After Gen- like, generally, it's like I'm, 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 I'm blessed that I have it because if I didn't have it, I'd probably have a day job right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's. Or I, I, I might, I might have like, because I get offered things that I, know, I, I say no to. You get offered probably some really bad racist stuff. That's what I'm saying. I get like, you know, hey, you know what I mean? You're a rickshaw. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you're not even the person driving it. You're the actual rickshaw part. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you have to put people on your back. And it's like, or they'll say, hey, you want to be a surf instructor for this Nickelodeon show or whatever. And I always go, no, I'm not interested, you know? And the reason why I can say that is because I do stand-up and I don't need the money, you know? Yeah. Which I'm blessed in that way. But, you know, I, I have friends that have been on series who aren't stand-ups, who um, have day jobs right now, you know? Yeah. And I don't have to do that, so I'm blessed in that way. But then there's another part of me that says that it's not that fun, you know? I mean, I love meeting the people, but the work, you know, getting people in the seats, you know what I mean? There is a real stress to it, it looks like. Yeah, there is. And it's like, and you compare yourself t- to other guys, like, you know, Joe Coy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm pitching a show with him right now. And the other day, we are like, having dinner with a couple of, with his manager and um, Robert Morton. You know who Robert Morton is? He used to produce on Letterman. Okay. And we're pitching it to Robert because Robert likes us and he wants to hear it. And 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 then Joe just goes, hey, I just did Ontario Improv. And I go, yeah. And he told me how much he made. And literally for 30 minutes, I just, was Im- I didn't say anything. But in my head, it's like, ah, I, you know, I always like take it personally. Yeah. Because I don't make anywhere near what he makes, you know? That it's hurtful when you see someone like Angela Johnson. Not that I don't think Angela Johnson is funny. I do. I've worked with her on Mad. She's great. Yeah. But she's ten times the draw than I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, and you kind of think, is it me personally? Am I not funny? Are they on the road am more I, than you? No, maybe is no, that what it is? It's just the way it is. You know. And it's like also, I don't sell merch. I don't do internet stuff. I don't do anything. Yeah, you have like a very. You don't do Twitter. You're kind of an active social media. No, world. no, I no, I have. Yeah, you have, but you don't like tweet a lot. You don't I like tweet once a day, twice a day. Okay. You know what I mean? But I, and my Instagram, I do all that stuff. I do vines. I do all that stuff. That's not yeah. that. That's not what they do. It's not Twitter. What do they do? I mean, they, like Gabriel and these kind of guys, they have a system, right? And the main one is this. This is what you do. You have to have. You know how like after shows, I go, hey. He said, if anyone wants a picture with me, I'll just be out in the lobby. And I do it for free. Yeah. And I'll wait there for hours. Yeah. Because I just want to meet my fans or whatever. Yeah, they came out. But what they do is the same thing, but a little different, which is you can take a photo with me. It's for free. But I take the photo. Right. Then I put it on some sort of site where you can download it. Right. Whoa. And then we retrieve your email. 
That's oh. when they get their email, right? Right. Wow. And then they have a collection of yeah. emails from a market, it's right? Building and so the, the thing. next time they go back, they do a blast. Right. Oh, okay. I don't do any of that, yeah. and I, I've never done that. I love you know every step of the thing. Oh, and I know. Like, I know here's how you do it. Dean Del Rey stands it. outside of every show he does with his business cards and just hands them out. Yeah. Just hit me up next time. I'll give you tickets. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he, there are guys that are business oriented. I've never been that way. I still view it as an art form. Yeah. Yeah. And, I and feel the exact same way. Yeah. I feel like that's someone else's job, and I, I have enough trouble just trying to do the other thing. Because I generally I don't I don't do comps on my show, so I feel like you have to pay to get into my show. But I don't want to take really. I really do believe this. I want to really take any more money from you, because it's like you know I think the twenty twenty five bucks you pay is good enough, Mm -hmm. and I'm grateful for that. And a lot of these comics they sell things and people buy them and that's their thing, but. I just don't want to do that, but is that maybe that is that why? I don't know. I don't know what it's, the reason is. It's I don't know. It seems like it's not that. It's that they they probably are on the road a lot more, and doing that. Like if you're on the road forty weeks a year, you're hitting those cities so often, and then coupled with the, you know, email uh, lists and like photos and all the engagement and stuff, probably leads more people to come back. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I, all that stuff is basically just marketing, and marketing is about awareness. Yeah. yeah, You just have to know someone's there. If they don't know you're there, they find out too late. It's like if they know you're going to be there a month in advance versus two days in advance. Like, I didn't know that a band was coming that I liked. I found out too late. And I was like, oh, I was sold out. Yeah. But if I would have known, I would have gone. I totally would have gone. But that's just, like, awareness. Yeah, so maybe I should do that then. I don't know. But you know what? I, 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 you know, I, I still have this idea that you know, that I, I could actually work more in film and television. That's I mean, that is your, that's your awareness, though. It's like you, I mean, a guy like Gabe and all these guys are, you know, they're great comics and all that, but their awareness is being on the road 40 weeks a year. Yours is being on the road when you're not in movies and yeah, TV. Yeah, you work in Because you still stuff. fill rooms. Like, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's like, I, I mean, I, that's my dream. My, my dream wasn't just stand-up. Yeah. My dream was I want to do all of that. And it's fun. I love Doing that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. And um, but I want to do everything. Yeah. But there are prices to pay, and the price is that I'm not as big on the road as some of my peers, you know. And I'm yeah. friends with all of these people that draw and make a lot of money, and I'm not really jealous. I'm just, you know, what I mean, it's just a consequence of. But like, also, a lot of the people you're talking about have legitimate trouble getting acting work, and the longer you wait, I was talk about, I was talking to you about this the other day. The longer you wait to start acting. If you get to a certain age, I've had casting directors tell me this. They're like, if I see a 40-year-old actor that's never done anything, I'm like, well, what what were you doing this whole time? Yeah. Like, oh, maybe if, it, if it's stand-up and you're like, okay, I'm watching your specials. It's like Bill Burke. It's tons of acting work now. Yeah. But he has – he's built he's, – his specials are so good. They're like, yeah, he's great. You can use him easily. Bill Burr's a little different, though, in that way. Bill he's Burr, also a good actor, too. Yeah, that's the thing. He, he, he's a – I know him. We both all know him, and he's a not, not nice guy. He's a very nice guy, but he's also – he wants to act. Yeah, he does. He he likes it. You know, what yeah. I mean? he likes the craft. I think a lot of stand-ups find acting embarrassing, and so they no, don't. No, no, no. They, here's what it is: a lot of these guys, right? Like Frank Caliendo, who's super. I don't care what anyone says. The guy is a fucking He's crazy talented talent machine. Yeah. Right? But a lot of these guys go into these room auditions. Like you, you sit. You, I mean, the other day I auditioned for the twenty-one, twenty-two Jump Street. Okay. Right? 
and I'm sitting there. It's for an Asian part, but not it's just with. It's not. There's no accent. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there with four ki- guys be- that I had never seen before in my life. Yeah. And they're all kind of looking at me like, "Can we get a photo?" With, you know what I mean? With you after the, you know, whatever. And then the, the guy after me is um, Steve Yoon from The Walking Dead. Oh, really? And I'm I'm looking at Steve. I go, "You're on the number one best show on television." Yeah. You know what I mean? And then who are these fucking jerk offs? Walking yeah. Dead is on Twitter. And then Twitter. you turn to him, you're like, can I get a picture yeah, of yeah, him? No, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, we exchanged numbers, you know what yeah. I mean? Because <laughs> we did, because yeah. like, he was a fan of mine, and we talked after. He's a great guy. He's a nice sure. kid, right? Yeah. But I'm like, you know, and, and, and a lot of comics that go on the road, they sell out 10,000 seats, yeah. right? They can't, they sit in a room for an hour waiting in a lobby with a bunch of people that haven't done anything, right? Yeah. And, it, and then you go in there and you get treated exactly the same as they did. For sure. For sure, right? Yeah. So it's like they, they just can't handle it. You yeah. know what I mean? But I go, I mean, uh, there's a part of me that can't either, but I say to myself, this is, I, I have to say things in my head like, it's part of the process. Yeah, You're totally. not better than anybody else. You're just an actor. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, man, you have to do it. You have to do it. I was doing yeah. a commercial once and – uh, a guy on the crew was like, hey, you did a good job. I was like, thanks. He's like, yeah, I mean, maybe you'll get some more of these. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. I was like, yeah, oh, man. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, you know, fingers, <laughs> fingers crossed. I know. That's <laughs> yeah, so man. funny. But I mean, he d- so what? He doesn't watch TV a lot. Or who gives a shit? Uh, why, why is it his job to know that I've done a lot of them or whatever? I, and I don't know why that's so annoying. Like, we, even when you're, when you're out of town on the road, people will come up and be like, hey, man, you're – like you're really funny. Like, keep it up. I hope you keep yeah, doing this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't start a month ago and then like go do 30 minutes and kill because I'm like, I started a oh, week dude, ago. People ask me if but I'm still just, acting. They sometimes. just don't know. Yeah. It's just. I get it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey man, you got a lot of potential. Keep it up. I go. I just sold out this room. <laughs> yeah. you know, I just made more money than you know. Yeah. Yeah. I had oh. a guy, a director once, go. You're a good actor. You. I, I'm surprised you don't work in TV. Oh, these people, they don't know nothing. But who cares? It's not their job to know. Their job, his job is to direct the commercial that day, not know who I am. Who cares? Yeah, but you got cast in it? Yeah. Yeah, it is his job. (laughs) Let me tell you something. He was German. If I'm producing something and I hire an actor, you think I'm just going to go, my gut says, no, I'm going to do some research, right? Yeah. Right? You got to look at some research. Most people do it. Yeah. You have to, I think. Yeah. Most people do it. Yeah. There's also standing n- over there. I don't know. Sometimes I'm. There's move. no excuse anymore to not know that shit. Well, there's especially a, how easy it is. There's a fucking computer. Yeah. You just start typing their name and it'll complete. Yeah, you're done already. Yeah, yeah. I don't hear what happened to me at Parlor Live in Seattle. No. I do a show on a Friday, the first show. No, I do. Yeah, I did the first show. And on all the sh- I'm not, I, I just do well there, so I sold out all the shows, right? So after the first show, because I did press in the morning, I was so tired. So I go, you know what? I'm going to my hotel. I'm going to lay down for like 20 minutes. When I come back to the second show, I walk into the club, and the doorman, right, puts his hand on my chest, and he goes, "We're sold out, buddy." Right? Oh my God! Right? And and meanwhile, in back of him, the, there's a gigantic flat screen, right, and it's playing like movies I've been in, sketches yeah. and whatever. Right? <laughs> and there's posters all over the club, right, and a billboard in the front of the club. Yeah. Also, and he's an employee there. <laughs> right. So this is what I do. I go, I push through his hand yeah. with my chest. I don't say anything. Yeah. And I kind of get through him. And I start walking, speed walking to, into the club. Yeah. Then he chases me down, right? <laughs> and then he gets in front of me and he starts backing up while I'm walking forward. Yeah. Going, whoa, whoa, buddy. You, you deaf, man? Yeah. We're sold out. 
You know what I mean? And I go, yeah, Yo, you want me to leave? Because I see that's the thing. It's, <laughs> it's just, listen, it's just like that thing with the green yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's yeah, the yeah. same as thing. Yeah. You want me to leave, man? He goes, I want you to leave right now, man. We're sold out, right? So I left. <laughs> <laughs> I left, and I get, I maybe make it like 200 feet from the entrance of the club, right? right? And he's watching me with a smile, like, yeah. And I just basically say, yeah, but tell Ruben, there's no show. There's no headliner, right? And then he starts screaming at me. This is what he says, this fucking guy. He goes, why didn't you tell me who you were? <laughs> now, I had already done a show there. Yeah. This is my second time at this club, right? Mm -hmm. And so I walk back in, and then after my show, I walk. There's two men I've never even seen before in suits. They own this building, yeah. right? It's like the Microsoft company. You know, they own the whole thing. They have security, right? right? And they're... We fired him, right? We, we fired him. <laughs> We're so sorry. This and that. I didn't want you to fire him, right? Yeah. And so the next, I got his job back. Right. Because I felt so. So bad. now you own. You're his dad now. You own him. You saved his life. I did save his life. Yeah. You saved his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're in control of his but life. My point is, is that how do people? I have. I think about this a lot. Yeah. Okay. And I was. T I was talking to Renazizi about this. There comes a point in your in your career when you've been doing it a while. Where you have to start tr making people treat you with respect because yeah. they won't, and you're you have to be like, okay, Especially I'm not saying I'm better than anyone, but on tonight tonight at this comedy club, me Bobby Lee is most of the reason all of the people are here, so treat that with just the respect it deserves, not excessive respect. Yeah, just know I exist is all you're asking. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, that you shouldn't have to wait in line for your own show. It's, it's like you're selling comedy. Stand up comedy at this in this building. Yeah. Okay. And the product. You're the product. You have to let the product inside. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can't have, a, you know, a Mac store and have all the merchandise in the alleyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to have something to sell. Yeah. Right? Also know and what she, you're yeah, exactly. like. Exactly. You have to know. So it's like if I'm a doorman at a comedy club, right? Just do a simple thing. Who's going? Oh, I don't know this person. Let me just see what he looks like. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, like yeah. What's my job tonight? Essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, it's a new weekend, new comics. You literally have to know three people. Or even the if you MC... do it to a feature, that's one thing. Oh, but to yeah. do it to headliner. Oh yeah, I mean your yeah, your pictures all over the place. Oh, that's why when I hear stories of like a guy who's like, oh, he makes you do this. I'm like, yeah, okay, so. Yeah. It's like. If you if you're like you know every time you go to like an improv you're like who's been here lately they're like oh we had Gabriel sold out ninety five shows and did six daytime shows <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like Gabriel's paying the bills yeah. at a lot of clubs in this country I'm sure a lot of people get branded as dicks too because they're like oh how was so and so he treated the employees like shit it's like well maybe the I mean in some cases some people are just assholes yeah but other cases. I mean, some people just don't want to do their minimum wage job because it is a shitty job. They don't want to be there. Well, okay, someone told me once. I, I brought up Philip Seymour Hoffman, who I love. I think he's probably my favorite actor. Probably yeah. the best. He's probably one of the best actors. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that guy's great. And this guy was like, oh, he was such a jerk to the crew on this one play. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, he was doing Death of a Salesman. He just wasn't very friendly. I was like, all right, let's stop. Death of a Salesman is one of the hardest roles in all of acting. It's well, the reason you do it is to be like, I'm one of the people that have done this. So I don't give a shit <sighs> if he wants to be silent guy who doesn't high five you the entire time. The re he, everyone's going to see this great actor put in a really great performance. That's really hard to do. Right. Really yeah. fucking hard. You ever memorize a play? 
You also don't know. <laughs> you also don't yeah. know what that person is going through. You don't. You know, like my dad got sick, right? Yeah. yeah. And there was like four days where I would just, you know, days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, I'd be at a club and people would be like, hi. I wouldn't even say hi. Yeah. I was just I was just thinking about my dad. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then anyone that met me in those four days would think, oh, God, that Bobby Lee is an asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I walked up to his face and I said hello. I know, had right? to go when I when my dad died. I had to go to work. I'm so sorry. I know. I'm so sorry. I know you are. Thank you. I'm so sorry. But like after after I got back, I had to go right to work. Like I was on a job and I had to go basically right back to work. And I told my manager, I was like, "Can you just tell them what happened so they know why I'm gonna be a little to myself? Like, don't I don't want like everyone to know, but just let the people know that I'm not gonna, you know, just so they know, so they're aware of why maybe I'm just kind of sitting in my chair and just sort of keeping to myself. Because I was like, I don't want people to think I'm a dick, but at the same time, it's like if if they were like, oh, you're standoffish, and then I told them why, they'd be like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you're just like, do I have to? It just is weird. It's awkward. People don't take into account the personalities of someone who they feel as is lucky. So someone looks at you and they're like, dude, you get to be the headliner of this club and you're a famous comedian. They don't take into it. That makes it like hard for them to imagine you sad because they're comparing their life to yours. And like, well, I work at a, a place I hate. Yeah, the people that think that shit always have misconce- misconceptions about your job anyway. They'll That's be like, why, why are you upset? You don't – a lot of people go, you don't even have a real job. Yeah. Oh. Like as if comedy – Oh, Nick. Isn't that the worst? Another? What? <laughs> isn't that a bad one? Yeah. Oh, man. I know. It's yeah. like – it's like <laughs> the, the fucking shit we deal with. <laughs> and I, I, I know, right, it's probably hard working at Home Depot. Let, let me say, in my early 20s, I worked for this guy, right? Nick, what's his name? Um. Fox. Anyway, the last name was Fox, right? And yeah. I w- met him in up AA, right? Yeah. And his dad had this construction company, and I worked for them for like a summer. Right. I dig ditches, right? It was the worst. Yeah, mm-hmm. bad job. The worst job. I'd be in the like desert di- digging a ditch for s- some house. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I did that. I also used to work at a farm, right? I chopped corn. Where my, I sold yeah. corn. Yeah, corn. Yeah. I, I was a migrant worker for a year. You know what I mean? So I know what it's like to really wake up, clock in, and do 12 hours of totally. manual labor, right? Yeah. And yes, my job now as a comic is way easier, okay? But it's not like a cakewalk, you know what I mean? Because the thing that we do is we walk through tremendous amounts of fear, mm-hmm. right? And we're brave. I came to L.A. with nothing. Like, I don't, I don't have any show business connections at all, right? Yeah. And I crawled my way up to where I'm at now, you know what I mean? So, I mean, to some people, that might not be impressive, yeah. right? But it's not like I just showed up here and they go, hey, do you want to be on this? Yeah. You know? I've had a few people be like, how do you get used to never knowing where your next paycheck or job's going to come from? I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of have. And they're like, I would be, I'd be too freaked out all the time. And I was like, yeah, I'm freaked out a lot of the time. I, mean, you I could, panic all the time. You could ask like, them the same question. Like, how does it feel knowing that you're literally going to be doing the exact same thing? Yeah, I think it's just a choice. 40 hours a week for the next 40 years of your life. That my, is horrifying. My mate. mom called. I was talking to my mom. That's horrifying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking yeah. to my mom. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that's easy because in 20 years, I'm going to slit my wrists open. My mom basically told me that like her friend could have a commercial on the air right now and her friends have seen it. And there she was like, yeah, people think what you do is like, you know, they just think it's really easy, but I bet it's not. And I was like. Yeah, I mean, I guess people think it's easy because they just think you're being yourself. And I'm like, well, I am a lot of the time. But 
I would imagine if you got your average person and put them on in front of a camera and was like, do something funny and be yourself, they'd just be like, what, I, what do you want, but I, what do I do? Yeah. Only, they don't realize that it's like people think that you just showed up at an office. There's three guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, we'll just take the one with the glasses. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to beat out thousands of people. Yeah. For a big job, you beat out at yeah. least a few hundred. Yeah, yeah. And there are like some, some steps you got to take. I mean, that's how you and I met. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kevin met, and I met on a commercial. We met on a commercial. A.M.P.M. Oh. It was... Hey. Kevin, me, and Kevin Durand. You know who that is? I don't think so. Actor. He was on Lost. He's been a lot of a stuff. A lot of shit. Okay. Right? Very good actor. Very good actor. He was in that one Western. He was great in it. Was he Russell was in Crow. one of the X-Men, too, I think. I bet if I saw his face, then, yeah. Yeah, but Kevin Durand, and we all were on, and that's how I met Kevin. Yep. Christy. Yeah. And he was, yeah, Durand was the AMPM employee. Employee. And you were the leader of us four. Of, uh, yeah. Right? So he was, like, the main friend. Yeah, and we just kind of walked into a, a, a an AMPM, right, <laughs> and browsed around. And I could, I wasn't wearing glasses, so I couldn't see at all. I had to park a car without glasses, and I would miss Whoa. the mark by like five feet. That was a fun day, I think. It was a fun day. Yeah, I remember that. Was, I was a young kid, man. We were kids, man. That was a long, long time ago. That's like ten years ago. No, they can way longer. You think? What it had to be because. I never did any commercials while I was on Mad TV, uh-huh. right? And that was two years before Mad, so it had been 1998. Oh my God! Oh wow! 1998, I met you. Wow. 98? Yeah, yeah. yeah buddy. Wow. Because when did you shit. start stand up? Like not until the uh, mid 2000s? No, no, no. I started early? like a year or two after that. I think. I have no idea. I don't fucking remember. Wow. Yeah, here's what happened. I started when I was 25. So it's funny because a lot of ago. people know because that was their first step into entertainment, and you'd already been doing commercials and acting. So it's all acting. hazy, probably. I saw him at Amoeba in a, after a year after that. Yeah, year, and you're like, excuse me, sir, can I find this record at the... And he's like, I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were shopping, and, he, and you, you said, can I come see you perform? So you came to the comedy store. Yeah. And then like another year after that, you went, we went We out. saw Amoeba, and I had that for that year, I'd been writing jokes. Or right. I had a recorder. Right. And then we got him at the comedy store. Yeah. And then um, open mic. And he's been doing it ever since. You know what? A lot, a lot of these kids, don't, they don't remember that. You've I started a lot of a people. A lot of people's careers. You know what I mean? You've and brought people, in. You've get, taken a lot of people to that comedy store open mic and had them do stand-up for I the first time. I still do it. And yeah. let me tell you this. All right. I also remember I wrote a list of all the people I got on Mad TV without an audition. Mm-hmm. Right? And it, it's 60 people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And let me tell you something. These fucks, <laughs> these fucks that I got on Mad TV without an audition, right? Yeah. And, it, and they seem to think that I just kind of called somebody. No, I yeah. had a fight with a producer. Yeah. Go, trust me. You know what I mean? You don't have to go through this whole, you know what I mean, auditioning process, yeah. right? And I had a fight. And these fucks, right, some of them are very big stars now. Right? Yeah. Would they ever, ever go up to bat for me? I don't fucking think so. Well, they don't <laughs> need to. You're already doing well. No, 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 no. I mean, these guys are huge, and they could really help me out. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? And do they call? They don't call. They, they don't, don't call. Help. They brat fuck Lee. Name those names. Something. Name those names. So is that list, name. does that list now say enemies, like no, on the top? I still talk to them. Okay. But just, you know, deep down inside, you just kind of think to yourself, no, I don't, you know, I don't, you don't help people to get anything for return. You just, it, it also, in many ways, it helps you because... People don't understand how hard it is to help people, actually. Like, it's what you did. It's the same, like, people... Like, Whitney's given me three jobs. Yeah, she's great. She and helps she, people, She put yeah. me on two episodes of her show, so I didn't have to audition. I just showed... She texted me and was like, do you want to be on my show? Two episodes. I said yes. Now, that pisses off, like... 15 people yeah all the casting people because she was like i don't need you i did your job for you 
it pisses off all the producer people and all the network people who get to usually pick. She's like, no, 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 I did it. And so you show up and everyone's like, Ugh. but like, it's actually a big pain in the ass to do that. And to it, it people don't understand how hard it is. Otherwise, people do it more often. Also, oh, you, sure. But you also save so much money by doing it that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like, I would not, like, if I'm going to do, like, when I did a sketch on Mad TV where it was Dave Navarro was at my house, right? And we we're doing something. And then I opened up a closet, right? And there, Sandy Danto is kind of naked, and he's cooking something in my in my closet. Right. Right. And I kind of just shut it right away. It was just a visual gag that mm-hmm. I have slaves. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? In my house, right? Yeah. And it's like they wanted to audition that, and I'm like, no, because it's a this guy is weird looking. Yeah. Yeah, I got him. Yeah, I got him. And they yeah. Go, no, but no, yeah. I got him. It might as well be a picture. Well, like because the reason to... people want to spend money is because then they can justify their own budgets to keep going. If all of a sudden you realize, like, oh, we don't need casting people, then it's like, well, then you fire the casting people. Yeah. So they everyone has to make their job important. No, you, I mean, casting directors are important in the sense that, like, there are just some jobs, right, acting jobs, like a lot of them that are very complex. Yeah. A lot of dialogue, and, and you need guys with a chops, with acting chops. So that yeah. I understand. Yeah. But if a, a guy is a visual gag, right, all you need is a photo. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? What are you going to call him in and go just stand there? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, it's, it's a waste. That's of most time. commercials. Is that? That's what most commercials are. Yeah. yeah. Show up. Bag. Don't say a word. There's a dude in the uh, commercial I have on right now, and he they he, they cast him from a picture. They needed a weird looking guy. He's like red bearded old dude, and he showed up. They didn't realize he had no front teeth. So they were like, oh uh, oh, like wow. just no front grill at all. They're like, we cast him from a Polaroid. <laughs> Whoa. So they couldn't have him talk, and when he did, they had to like you know. Hide CGI. his mouth. Yeah, they had to hide his mouth. <laughs> and a he million was like, dollars. A million dollars. <laughs> I think they do a lot of that casting stuff because sometimes when you want a weirdo, yeah. you get a genuine weirdo. You don't yeah. get someone who looks weird. You get someone who is weird. Right. He steals like meat from the uh, crap service. I worked on a I worked on a movie once where <laughs> the brother, like the half brother of the director, stole like ten thousand dollars of clothes one day, just like left. And this was like the wardrobe of like the lead actor. That weren't wow. they weren't done using yet, yeah. and they had to call them up and be like, "You got to bring back all those clothes." I have underwear at home that have other actors' names on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still socks. I, I take the socks every day. Brian really? T. You know who Brian T. is? I don't think so. He was in um, Brian Talon. No, he was just in. That's his last name. Was T. Right, and he's he was in Fast and Furious and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, but I have white. White, <laughs> what do you call them? Tidy, Tidy whiteies. whiteies. Yeah, it says Brian T. under underneath it, right there, and I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> but you've yeah, held stole, on to them. Yeah, I just, just wear them. I go, oh yeah, these are Brian T's. <laughs> That's another thing that was like promised to me when I first started. Was like, oh, if you're an actor, you could steal all these clothes. No, and then you don't. But you the can. thing is, if you ask, you think like if you ask, they'll give them to you. Then they never give them to you. The thing to do is just pick them up and be like, like look the wardrobe people in the eye and just leave. And they're like, uh, okay. And they just have to go buy a replacement. <laughs> just lock eyes with them as you're, you're putting like, on a jacket. I'm doing this, and we both know. Yeah, I'm you doing can't this. stop me. Yeah, you kind of can't yeah. stop me, unless you steal, you know, 14 outfits. Right. How long is this podcast? We've all we're almost at an hour. That was good, right? Yeah, we're doing good so far. Yeah, Bobby, you're any, a huge. Any other questions? You you're a ask? huge video game nerd. Yeah. Like you're. That's what you're. That you would you say that's your hobby? I have a lot of hobbies, but that's one of them. Yeah. What's another one? Oh. Um, no, I, um, <laughs> I like clothes shopping and stuff like that. Okay, but vintage, you, I like vintage clothes shopping. Okay, I don't want to talk about I that. I like watching TV. You what? What kind of TV? TV and movies. I like watching movies. Okay, that that but those aren't hobbies. You're those obsessed with hobbies. video games. 
I'm not obsessed with them. I just play them. How many hours a day do you spend playing them? Well, and not none now because there's not a game that I want to play. When there's a game you want to play. There's there's when uh, when Xbox One comes out, there's like four that's gonna ruin my life. Like yeah. when you say ruin your life, like you are you have to like sit down and beat them. I generally play open world games, preferably role playing games, and preferably ones. That are made by Bethesda. That's my favorite company. Okay, after that sentence, you can never make fun of me being nerdy ever again. Why? Because you sounded like such a fucking geek just yeah. now. No, no, Open world game. There's a company called Bethesda. They make the best. Are they the best? Is that the best company? Well, the, the reason why is because they make open world, world RPGs. What does that mean? Open world, just let me finish. Open world <laughs> RPGs that are exactly my style, which is there's a lot of personalization that goes on, which means that you can create... Your character. I okay. like changing wardrobe. I like, you know, like. Do you sometimes play as a woman? Yeah, I do a lot. Okay. Half the time, and my brother never does. Why do you like? Do you like? He's sexist. Do you like <laughs> killing? You know, you're playing against dudes. And you like the idea of killing you them know, as a I woman. No, I just. I've always been. I love women action. Well, they're bodies, and you can control them. It's no. It's not even that. It's not even a sexual thing. It's just that I. Don't, I don't have in my head. So like women. Wonder Woman. In real life, you get to be a guy, and you're like, oh, I'll be a girl. Yeah, in this it's, game. it's fun. You know what I mean? And it's like, um, but in like Skyrim, right? The one that I just played a year ago does girl hulk kind of get you, can you hard? build a house in it you can what? build a house you can marry people i've okay. always found you can have children what why but in a like when i think of a game it's like oh there's like a mission and something to do you get to blow shit up or you get to like discover or solve mysteries you the games you like are just like interaction living a, a life but in a game no, or like you're, you're like I'm, I'm gonna make dinner now. A, yeah, you can. But the thing so is wh why does that excite you? Is my question because more the thing than is this is that if you if, if if a game forced you to get, say this is your child, right? Right. Then I'd be like, oh. But like in Skyrim, you can walk into like a, a, a city, and a kid will be just sitting on the side of the road, and they'll walk up and go, I don't have a home, and they'll give you some sad story, and then you, you can actually ask, Do you want to live at my house? You know, you can be. You know what I mean? And they get super excited. <laughs> it's and then you build a house, and they're at your house, right? And it's just cool because you have so many weapons in Skyrim that you need a house to store your shit because you can only carry a certain amount of stuff, but you can offload a lot in your house and like, as, as, as much as you want. And it's like, okay, let's say I'm building a kitchen, and it, a kitchen costs 100 iron in ingots yeah. right, to build. Do you have to find contractors? This is what you do. You, go, <laughs> you can either do two things. You can go, oh... I can either go to a store and buy iron ingots, which is a lot of money, or I can mine for it. But if you mine for iron ingots, you have to go into a mine shaft, right? What's in a mine shaft? Danger. Not just nothing. Danger. <laughs> There's like things in there you got to fight. Lots of yeah. danger. Wizards. You know what I mean? So this is like vampires. Vampires are in the game. Does the kid you adopt ever become like a secret spy agent to kill you? No. Okay. But like, and then also, okay, you, you go into a mine shaft, right? To get iron ingots. Vampires that there, right? He slashes you. Oh my God! You have vampirism, right? Is that good <laughs> Which or bad? Really ha it's so good. anything can happen. Once in this you're game. a vampire, then you have to uh, undo that, or you can't walk around during the day. So now you need a serum, right? So then you have to do a. You, then you forget about the iron ingots. <laughs> now, now I have to. Well, get you're like thinking these, about blood, mushrooms, <laughs> and, and, and an orb, and something else, which is going to cost take eight hours. Yeah, priorities. <laughs> right. So then if that's what's great about yeah. it. You know what I mean? And yeah, it that's never gets boring. It. it never. Yeah, there's, and then you're then you're you know. To get the mushroom, to get the vampire, you know what I mean, formula, right? And then all of a sudden there's a spriggan. You know what those are? Of course not. Okay, <laughs> spriggans are creatures that live in the fucking trees. They yeah. become a part of the tree. They come out of the tree and they go, oh, right? And they can control animals, right? Oh, fuck, there's two bears after me. I have three <laughs> arrows. 
Get with it, Chachi. <laughs> <laughs> my, what, what's the result of the game? Like, is there an end point, or yeah, you just is, live yeah, your yeah, life until you're eighty? There's a menace. There's an overall, like in any show, there's an overall arc. Okay. Okay. So there's a beginning to the end. There's missions to get to through the thing, but there's millions of other side missions. There's factions you can join. That's what's great about it, right? And the new Xbox One's coming out, and they have an open world fucking Metal Gear Solid coming out. Oh, okay. They've never done that before. Right. What about this new game, The Last of Us or whatever? Yeah, that's a great one. Have it's you, a PlayStation game. Oh, you don't like PlayStation? I don't have one. You just don't have one. Because if I get a PlayStation, then that's it. No more pussy. Whole new, ga- whole new set of games. No more pussy. I had to make a decision, and this was like year 2000. I was working, and I got a video game system. I was out of town. I bought one, and I had nothing to do in my off days. Yeah. And I left it there because I was like, these games It'll are ruin your too life. good. It'll ruin. Tony, it was just Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I was like, these are too good. Oh, oh ruin or enhance whatever you... Is your point of view? We'll replace, it. probably. I realized I would never draw another picture ever again. Yeah. Because I was like, these games are too fun. They're too good, and they're only going to get better. Yeah. They're too involved. It feels because you're mentally captivated, and it's like you're making decisions. It's not old it's games. All that, just like running yeah. left to right. All you that time so, you invested. You feel like you, 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 okay, I'd say you feel like you did something, but you sort of did do something. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Kevin, a lot of us don't do watercolors uh, and, and have a little studio. <laughs> Some of us don't have other like things that we do, and- that we have to find ways of killing time. I just had to. I'm just saying I had to prioritize. What did I want more? Can I ask you this, though, my friend? You can I'm ask do me this, whatever right? you want. Let me say something. Okay. Throughout the centuries, right? The centuries, they created a game, what, called chess? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And men would sit, you know what I mean? Even hundreds of years ago, and they'd sit in some sort of castle. And play chess. Or, or, and they would play chess. That's yeah. a video game, right? Totally. It's just an, a way to, like... Mental. You know I mean? Mental strategy, right? I would bet that if they did testing... So you're Playing saying video games, I bet you I would be shocked. I bet you it wards off Alzheimer's. Because they say, I'm like, sure if you yeah, do crossword puzzles. There's a mental puzzle. exercise to it, of yeah. course. If you do crossword puzzles, it wards off Alzheimer's. So you're talking about a group of people who are constantly exercising their minds and thinking in terms of strategy but and you're shit. You're exercising your mind, but, like, I think it's just overdoing it is the problem. Because, like, I people play video yeah. games for seven, eight. So you're getting all this mental exercise and learning how to, like, logic puzzles and whatever the fuck's going on in these games. But then you're like eliminating a lot of other stuff from your life, like, like what, social dude? interaction, like, wh- like what? Sunlight. sunlight. Well, okay. look at look at Bobby Fisher. He became a crazy anti-Semite. Yeah. Right. Genius like, chess remember player. Remember that day we were in Orlando that one time, and you yeah. were like, "Let's go to Disney World." Yeah, like, we, how did that benefit my life? We created memories together. No, we didn't. It was awful <laughs> memories. <laughs> you I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I would have rather gotten raped than gone to Disney Man World. Man raped. Yeah. That was the worst day of my life. You didn't know. First yeah, of all, here's another thing about we were Adam there for Ray. four hours. Adam Ray made me go to the D.C. and do all the like the monuments and all that. Fuck yeah. you, Adam. <laughs> that ruined my life. That was an b- awful, awful day. And what you did, you ruined my life. Awful day. I'd rather sit in a room and play video games. Right? That shit sucks. <laughs> we're you going know? to Orlando next week. I know we are. And I'm not going to go to Disney I know. World. I don't want to go either. Epcot situation. First of all, we go there. That right? was fun. And Nick goes, let's that go restaurant? over there. Which is like where all the like <laughs> villages are. Like there's Germantown in Japan. Yeah. Again. And I go, this, you know, from where we were, it's the same exact distance to China. <laughs> yeah. That's what it felt like. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. Like it's we, like we when you could have walked walked to China. It's but like we when learned, you're in Vegas, you're like, let's walk to that casino, and then oh, an hour yeah. later, like, we're still not. We there. learned it's a literal mirage. We learned yeah. cool <laughs> shit there. We learned cool shit. We were at every restaurant in Epcot Center is a different like country. I don't give a fuck. And the employees <laughs> yeah, yeah. are all from those countries. I don't give a fuck. This is okay. a bad time to mention Disney World is one of our sponsors. That's true. Yeah. Is it really? 
No. no. Oh. We have a lot of fake sponsors. <laughs> like uh, Bethesda, maker of fine video games. Bethesda is one of our sponsors. Yeah. Who uh, are now fired. Listen, let me as say a sponsor. Yeah. Listen, I love living life, and I've been all over the world, and I've been very blessed. You know, I've mm-hmm. been in South Africa. I've done stand-up there for months. Yeah. Bangkok, you know, I'm in Tokyo. I did acting work there. I've done stuff, and I do go out, and I do things, all right? But if I'm in L.A., and I don't have an audition, or I don't have an acting job, or it's during the day, and there's really nothing to do, mm-hmm. I'll go to an AA meeting, but then sometimes I'll come home and I'll play like Skyrim for four hours. Who gives a shit? I yeah. was saying this yesterday to someone that, because I have trouble sometimes when I date people, they don't understand that doing nothing sometimes is a part of trying to make up things. Like that, essentially, that's what all of us do. We make stuff up. We write jokes or TV shows or whatever. We have to make things up. And a lot of times, you have to sit and look at stuff or do nothing for those ideas yeah. to generate themselves or do what looks like bullshit you're yeah, like i'm gonna drive to the fucking grove and walk around everyone for an i've hour. ever dated is like what are you doing and i'll have i'll be on my laptop i'm like oh nothing the fact is i'm looking at probably i probably look at five thousand pictures a day yeah. i look at pictures all day long and then all those pictures mush together and then i come up with my own pictures but i have to look at all the pictures i have to just look at stuff all the time look at pictures all day too it's yeah. porn <laughs> <laughs> I wait. T- I look at some that move, and then people's dicks go in other people's Are you bodies. Porn? Yeah. What kind? All kinds. I have can no I, preference. I, I like it all. About, uh, there's one kind that when it's easy, no, I can't even say his name, but <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody. The, the most it. unique sounding name yeah. too. Yeah. There's no <laughs> way to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have the Smith. Smith. And he yeah. goes cream pie surprise. You know what that is? Yeah. Isn't that where they sl- they slap a woman in the face? No, no. no. They cream, cream pie surprises when you come in a girl, right? Yeah. You don't tell them. They don't want you to. Oh. Yeah. Right? So I go, oh, that sounds interesting conceptually. <laughs> so, um, I, t- I turned it on, and it's all fake, right? Because you, the guy comes in, and the girl acts as if she's offended. But right. they don't, they're not actresses. Yeah. So you can tell that it's not real. Right. Like, oh, my God, I told you not to c- come at me, you bastard. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, that's not Let's get some real cream si- pie surprises in this. It town. wasn't rapey enough for you. <laughs> 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 they didn't yeah. seem like they were offended and violated enough. The <laughs> anguish and shock didn't feel real yeah, enough to keep in your erection. Already, Nick. Jesus Christ, it's not rapey. Well, that I don't like modern porn because it's so fake. Like the way the women talk is just like no one says that shit. No, don't say. No one yells "fuck my dirty shitter." Right. Like women don't talk that way. Do and if like they the do, they're so damaged. I feel bad now. You know what I love about porn? The, the naked th- people. No, not only that. It's I like first timers. Do you know why? <laughs> like the amateur. Yeah. Do like you know why, guys? Why? Because sometimes when you see the penis go inside the vagina, you can read their eyes, and their eyes are like oh the regret. Mom. The <laughs> mom. I'm so sorry. See, yeah. I have the opposite yeah. reaction when I've watched that kind of porn. I instantly am like, no. Like you yeah. see, they're like, uh oh, I made a porno. Which is unfixable, and now it's too late. I it love when lives get destroyed. You're watching a life get destroyed. Like You're watching Olymp- like literal the, regrets. Like in the Olympics. Oh, yeah. When they fail, and it's like you just hear four years flushed on the toilet. Four years? Like the 20 rest, years. The rest of their life. I know. I love it. You love that? I love pure failure. I mean, wh- when I watch, like, figure skating. Yeah. You know, when someone's by themselves, they got to do the triple things, yeah. the, the spinnies, the spinners. I love and it. You f- and they fall. You're like, your whole life is dead. Done. And you did it in front of you ruined your life in front of millions of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For like a spinny to yeah. do like a yeah, yeah. 
for like uh, there are these some of those sports you're like this is an unusable skill yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's great and you can't even do that come anymore back four years later and they win the fucking thing yeah, yeah. You know what I, mean? I like when one of them like falls and can't run and then the dad comes out and like helps him across oh, yeah, that one did you see that those, one's beautiful mastercard commercials over there that yeah. Morgan freeman did they all made me cry, dude. You ever yeah. seen those? I there are real human moments in sports sometimes. It. Like yeah. uh, my favorite, there was a girl. She's singing the national anthem at a Portland Trailblazers game. Yeah. She's 14. She forgets the words. What? Yeah. She's like, oh, I wasn't. Bobby tried to fart into the mic and it didn't come out. <laughs> <laughs> but she literally gets, she goes, she gets the second verse and just nothing comes out. Yeah. And so this, the coach of the Trailblazers just runs over. Puts her arm around her, starts whispering the the words in her ear, yeah. and then she's keeping singing it, and it's it's just beautiful. And then at the end, she looks up, you hear her go, "Thank you so much. I just uh, completely forgot the words." He's like, "I know," and it's like inadvertently the it's just the sweetest thing you've ever seen. And then she goes back the next game and like remembers the words and kills it. Like that stuff is great. I love that shit I so see much. That. Is that gonna make me cry? Oh, you, uh, yeah, it's great. And it's also nice that it's like a tiny white girl and a gigantic black guy. And you're like, maybe don't be so afraid, white America. Oh, yeah. Trayvon Martin. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> Can we talk about that real quick? If you want, sure. Like, real quick. Okay. What do you think? Give me the one sentence synopsis. No, I'm not going to do that. Let's get into it. Okay. okay you want to get it for real? Thing. Edit this thing. Oh, okay. we don't edit. All right. Oh, let's keep it going then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the thing, okay? What do you think? You knew during the trial that. George Zimmerman was going to get acquitted because yeah. the prosecution did such a bad job. They did not do a good job. They were all, everything backfired. Yep. You know what I mean? And um, and did you know they did a poll? Fifty percent of Americans on George Zimmerman's side, or they think that he should have been acquitted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this is it's it's a very polarizing topic. Yeah. You know what I mean? To me, it's not. To me, it should be. You know what I mean? That what the fuck kind of a situation? Yeah. You chase someone with a gun. A you kid, shoot him. He's a kid. Yeah. yeah. He's a little kid. But um, Jason Alexander did a essay, right, that hits it on the head, man, for me. Are you I, I wanted to read it. Okay, <laughs> but can you also just tell us? <laughs> Memorize it, dude. No, but give us the... Where did you find this article? I, I found it on Twitter. Okay. Is that... Uh, we want to have everyone, like, put kind of promote something they like at the end. Not something that, like, helps them or whatever, money-wise, but just something cool. Well, let's just do that. Let's, let's, let's yeah, save that's Trayvon like a whole Martin. another... Let's save Trayvon Martin for something. Yeah. Else. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? We should do a podcast in six months and talk about Trayvon Martin again. Yeah, when it's all you cooled off. Because then you can make jokes. Obama made that. a really good speech today about it. What do you say? He was just like, you know, that could have been me. And Obama got mistaken as a waiter in 2003. Yeah. I mean, the stuff is like, if you think that if Trayvon Martin's name was Kendall Johnson and he was a white kid walking down the street, if you think Zimmerman would have followed him, you're high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just don't, you can't, so the rule, what you're saying is in Florida, you can pick a fight with someone, and if they win, you're allowed to shoot them. Not only that, it's like, uh, you know, my in my building, right, every two also, months. Let me say this real quick. If you, in Florida, when you get a concealed weapons license, you have to take class. Like, the first thing they tell you is, do not follow anyone. Yeah. That's our job. Call us, and we'll come get them. He basically violated the the kind of parameters of having a gun on him. Right. So I don't understand what the problem is. For me, is that my apartment building has been broken into, right? The garage. Really? Well, yeah. Well, like once a month, like somebody will like steal something out of a car or break a window. Oh, wow. And sometimes um, I'll be down on my first floor and I'll look, you know, if I'm leaving or something, I'll see somebody walk by, maybe sometimes a black person, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. in, in no way in my head do I make an assumption, right? That this, that this guy's not going to steal. One. 
right? Yeah. This is that's the guy. I, I never even. It's not even in my realm of thinking. Yeah. Right? Is this while you're on the phone with the cops? Yes. Right? <laughs> Did you, should I follow him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 17 and he definitely has skittles on him. You know? but, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So it's like. Well, it's we're of a generation that was better about race, and that's what the president was saying today. He's like, I talked to my daughters about it, and they're better than we are on this. Yeah. You see it all the time. I see it across. I see it at the high school near me all the time. I see just groups of kids of different races, and you can tell no one gives a shit. Yeah, it's like a and McDonald's they don't discuss commercial. It. Let's talk about things that we want to help promote. Yeah. So this. Okay. Yeah. This is, we're doing this as a new segment type thing. We're like our guest and us, I guess, Kevin and I. Yeah. We'll just like talk about one thing that you're into that people may not know about and should that you get think into. Is dope. A band. Yeah. Website product. Like educate cool. us on some fucking awesome new thing. Well, uh, can I do old things or no? Just anything, anything that you're into you're right now. To me, here's what here's what I'm here's a band in the United States. They're not from the um, United States, but it's a band that's been very influential. You know what I mean? In my life, and people just aren't into them. Please you know say the mean? Beatles. It's not. <laughs> yeah. It's the Rolling Stones. It's, it's Roxy music. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Roxy music. Brian Eno. Yeah. Well, Brian Ferry, Brian Eno, and um, um, it's a, it's a ba- it, the first five albums are masterpieces in my opinion. You're gonna hear a lot of where bands you already like stole from. Yeah, and it's also it's not like they. I mean, they, you know, you know, when Rolling Stone did a top five hundred albums back in the nineties, you know, of the best albums ever made. Yeah, there was like four or five Roxy Music albums on that five hundred yeah. list. It's not like you know, what I mean, they're nobodies. You know, what I mean, no, they're yeah, they're very, famous, and nobody really in America are aware of them. And I just feel that it's a shame because it's like Brian Eno left that band and produced one of the best albums ever. One of them was Joshua Tree by U2. Another one was the first four Talking Heads albums. So they're a very significant... Didn't he do Smashing Pumpkins also? I don't know about that. I'm nerdy, but... um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 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 Okay, you guys put more Um, (laughs) Well, there's no Roxy Music. Like, I mean, tell us more about them. They're an early 70s band. They're mistaken as a glam band, but their last album actually was the opposite of how they started. You know what I mean? The last... The last end was more 80s and more airy, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And very more um, romantic, you know what I mean? I can't explain it. Very simple, you know what I mean? Chords, uh-huh. But Avalon, their very last album, is a masterpiece. This a is what people wouldn't know this about. You're kind of a big music nerd. Yeah, I'm a huge music nerd. Yeah, you know a lot about music. I know, I love it. I love music. I know everything about you it. You know way more than me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not, I, sh- I should know more about hip hop. I mean, that's what I'm lacking. But in terms of just rock or folk or whatever, I've always been into music, you know. Yeah, I'm a huge um, big star fan. I'm a huge. I like my new band right now that was in the '80s, but I've been listening to it again. It's the Cocteau Twins. I love uh-huh. them. You know, I, I was raised. You know, I remember in 1992, um, I went to a show in Del Mar, and it was 100 people at the show, and it was Mud Honey, mm-hmm. Sonic Youth, and Pavement. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just remember, I just always been like, yeah. you know, what I mean, traveling, and I love doing, uh, watching shows, and then as soon as I started doing stand up, I just kind of drifted, you know. Yeah. But I still buy albums now. I, I I buy a new, I buy I'm into doom, um, doom rock right now, you know. Right. Like Black so, Sabbathy kind of, you know, what I mean, but yeah. modern stuff like Orchid and bands like that. I love it. Here's my question about Roxy Music because I've had this a lot where people will recommend a band that's 20, 30 years old or something like that. And they go, oh, check this band out. Then I go on iTunes or whatever, and there are 13 albums. Yeah. There's a bunch of best of things, and I have no idea where to start. So okay. where do you start with Roxy Music? What, okay, what well, should I do? The thing is also you have to – a lot of times when you um, get old music, 
you have to put your head in that time period. You have to judge the context. Yeah, or be aware of the context. Yeah, yeah know, know what the what the mood of the, what the world was like. Yeah. And know that, you know, people base it on things they've already heard recently with like modern music, right? Yeah. So they compare it in that way. Like, well, the production and this and that. But it's like, you have to understand when this stuff came out, right? It was a revolutionary sound. Okay? Yeah. So it's like, for me, Roxy Music would be I probably... Um, the first one, the second one, for your pleasure. Sirens a good, um, Sirens a good album. Country Life, that's a good album. And then I would go to like the last one, which is Avalon. You know okay. I mean? And if you if you got all five, that's great. You know. Okay. But they're 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 wonder they're absolutely wonderful guys. <laughs> and for you to know them and and be, you know, educated about them will make you the coolest kid. It'll make you, yeah. When you know about like. Uh Obscure bands and you can talk at length. People are like, this guy knows everything. Tell, tell about me about one. The Pussy you, Avalanche. You, you educate me, no, uh, Nick. Um, this is a newer band, and it's called. Um, we're both doing bands. I feel like I should have had something else. Um, okay, they're a new band. And they're called Rival Sons. Have you heard of them? No. Okay, you've I heard have, of them, right? I have their records. They're great. They're so I, good. You know what? I'm, I just got educated. I'm gonna. Okay. Rival I got, I heard about them from Dean Del Rey. So did I. Yep. Uh, he he had them uh, on no, his. No, I can't do it now. He Why? had them. <laughs> He, um, the, if you want the story about them, they're actually he did Dean Del Rey on his podcast, Let There Be Talk, did uh, interviewed the lead singer. I think okay. maybe someone else, so you can get the whole story out of their background and stuff. But what they essentially are is like a an American rock band. Yeah, straight ahead. It is just like American rock whiskey rock. motorcycles yep. all draped in an American flag. Yep. And then throw that on top of Mount Rushmore. It's and good, then that's, yeah. good shit. It's so good. Just guitar-based fucking rock. They're from Long Beach. The lead singer has an amazing voice, mm -hmm. and it's backed by like real rock and roll. Yeah, it's live instruments. They're good musicians. The song, even like they have a ballad called Jordan that's Dude, beautiful. It's so great. Like I listen to it and I sort of cry. Yeah, it gets emotional. And there's another one called Only One. You know yep. that song? Mm -hmm. You are my only one. Da -da -da. Yep. That's a great track. So they run the gamut from like ballady kind of stuff that's not too corny to just like straight up rock and roll. They it's, go from, from like liken, Sabbath, Zeppelin. I would liken their versatility to that of Queen. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where oh. Queen can rock, Queen can rock. I mean, they're not at that level, but yeah, yeah. they are. They can they they write good songs in different ways. Yeah, that's what I like about them. Like I have all the albums. I don't. I don't know. I'm probably listening to them not in the chronological order they came out. What album should I get? All of them, dude. Uh, How many are there? There's, I think, three. There's an the, EP and like two albums or something. There's one called Head Down. Yeah, is that, that the one to start? That's the one with Jordan on it. Should I start with that? Yeah, start with yeah. that, and then there's one called Pressure and Time. One of the professors I had in school did one of their album covers, the one with uh, the snake on it or whatever. Hey, I know somebody did an album they're, cover. They're did. Well, cool. Did you know that he did an album cover? Yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kings of Leon's first yeah. album That's cover. not interesting anymore. But they do, like, yeah, you both... Know, I, you know, hey, stop. <laughs> All right? So they're two, <laughs> they're two different albums. Like, one is more, like, 70s-ish, grungy, kind of garage rock, and the other one's a little harder. So this I just put them... This podcast is like the movie Tree of Life. Is that what it is? I don't know. I never it's saw. just never ending and just keeps going. We're uh, not. We're, we're almost like done. An hour. How many are we at? We're at one twenty. That's not that long. That's not. Yeah, yeah. Um. So okay, that's my recommendation <laughs> for this week. I recommend. There's a doc. It's a documentary series. It's a mini series called The Staircase. Okay. It's about a murder. It's about a murder in the South. A guy. Uh, it's not. It's a murder trial. A guy's wife dies. Staircase. The staircase. How, how, where do I find it? Uh, I got it on iTunes. 
Oh, I can buy it on iTunes. You can buy it on iTunes. There's can nine I, episodes. Can is I it, get it on Xbox Live? I don't know. Is it available for illegal download? I probably. Okay. It's pretty popular. Wait, Whitney Live. turned me on to it. He, she did? Yeah, you get obsessed with it. Okay. Like, she was like, you got to watch it. I watched the first two, and she was like, how deep in are you? And I said, two episodes. She was like, I can't even talk to you about it yet, because there's so much going to happen. Oh, wow. It, you wa- it's, I don't, it's weird that they had this much access, but it's like a 12, or it's like 11-hour documentary about this mur- murder trial. This dude, What's it called again? The Staircase. The Staircase, yeah. And you get completely hooked on it. It's so good, and like it's just interesting the whole way through. Yeah. Even the dogs into it. Yeah, the dogs all freaked out about it. So The Staircase. And you can't obviously get into detail because it would give stuff away. Yeah, well, it's just about a murder. The guy's wife dies, and you find out there's been another death in his life. That was That's enough right there. That's enough. That's like a movie. It's like you a real movie. Th- you find things out. Like, a lot of stuff comes out. By episode two, you're like, I mean, right away, you're like, oh, this is a murder trial. And then the second episode, you're like, what? Okay. He's a what? Now, real quick, tell Bobby how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to watch Sixth Sense. Bruce Willis is right. really dead. We're, we're, we're almost at an hour and a half. This has been good. Thank you, Bobby. All right. Thanks I for doing this, Bobby pro, Lee. Pro, are, are you ever going to come back if we want you to come back? No. Ever. For sure. Don't even ask me. Don't ever I'll, ask me. I'll tell you why. Again. I'll tell you why. I okay. did an hour and a half, bro. Yeah. Right. That's like two. Right. So no. I mean, well, it's year. like one and wait a half. A year? Yeah, like a year. Maybe or two. wait a year. You yeah. Well, no, life. we're definitely not going to want you back within a year. Okay. Wait a year though. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. This has been occasionally okay, anyway, awesome. Bye. Occasionally awesome.